0: Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And And you're you're about about to get get jumped. jumped. Welcome to episode 142 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to.
1: But you should still totally watch the anime. This week on Get Jumped,
0: we're watching Kill La Kill episodes 8 through 10, where hurting me only makes me harder, you can't hide from my blanket attack, and a big band robot shoots music note shuriken.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're ever wondering what those kids in band are doing in their spare time, the answer (laughs) is, number one doing each other number two (laughs) building giant robot mech monsters i mean it's one of the two
0: number one and number two are doing each other mech robots are
1: number three at best okay whatever let's jump in (laughs) Uh, well here's
0: the spoiler we're not gonna have a lot of news today because we recorded (laughs) last week's episode yesterday
1: (laughs) Well, I have, I do have something, uh, from, from very, very recently, um, just to go over, um, and by very very recently, I mean from yesterday into today. Ooh. Um. I and the the big thing that I just wanted to go over is I've had a, a couple of responses from people um online that wanted to like chat about um what what we've been doing with the giveaway stuff um and and how it how it's been going over there with the different giveaway things um it's been it's been pretty fun so far to be able to do this um it's been pretty really cool so far to be able to do things through Patreon. Um and uh, uh we're getting we're getting to the point where like I have more things to give away than um giveaways so far. Um and uh we've been trying to get like a like a bigger uh group of people to start uh reaching out and coming in. So that's where you come in. Um, we are going to be doing little tiny giveaways, uh, as part of the, the podcast, um, for, uh, being, for people that are, are willing, uh, to be ambassadors of the show, um, I I talked to um somebody recently about this uh that was just like hey I've been listening for a really long time um if if uh if you're interested I would I would love to like bring this up with my group uh and uh if if so is there any way to do like a little giveaway as part of my group and I'm like yes um I would love to do that so I mean if you're going to be an ambassador for the show and you're like hey uh you know I have a group of people like a discord or something uh um, to get them to listen to the show can we do like a mini giveaway as part of that and we have stuff through geekly grind that we can do that with so if you are a listener that is part of a group or something like that and you wanted to do like a mini giveaway and you wanted to reach out and have us do that with you uh, we would love to do that um so let us know um we we have stuff uh that we we would be happy to you know uh put up and as we've mentioned before in part of doing this as these giveaways um Um, We, we don't care to get anything other than more listeners out of doing these giveaways. Um, You know, they, they are completely free and we do not want to ever do any sort of charging random things for it. Other than if you're going to do our Patreon, I guess. Yeah. Which is Um, always
0: at will. I mean, the point of the Patreon is if you can, and if you want to, you can support us and that'll help us do more stuff. And uh, if you can't or don't want to you don't have to all you have to do is listen to us talk about it periodically
1: (laughs) yeah so uh so that's that's my whole spiel about it um i just thought that that was cool that somebody came to me with that idea yeah that's a great Um, idea yeah. So it, 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 to, to be fair, what it is is they, they're part of an art group, uh, of, of like 30 people that do, uh, like fan artwork with each other. Um, and they were like, Hey, if you have something fun, I can do like a little giveaway if you can just sponsor it. And I was like, Yes, I would love to sponsor it with the thing that you're giving away. So like, you know. If you want that, we have extra stuff. Yeah. You know, the Geekly Grind
0: thing is still pretty new for us. And giving away is one of the most prevalent parts of that in addition to our Monday episodes. So, like, if you, you know, honestly, this is always true. If you guys have ideas, let us know. You know, we're probably not going to radically shift the format of our episodes, but we are open to subtle changes over time. Or, you know, if there's, like, a just a genius idea that we can slot into our regular programming, that would work, too. So, you know, that uh, that's cool. We're totally open to ideas. But also, that idea, it's not, like, for the podcast. It's, like, for them via the podcast. So, you yeah. know, if you've got ideas like that, um, come to us. I know there's also, like, less... Geekly grind related ideas. Like so somebody in our Discord was talking about trying to set up a time for us to like play magic over webcam. So if oh, you're yeah. if you're into like nerdy shit, if you want to get more involved, if you want to like st- I don't know, if you want to start a watch-along of One Piece through our Discord, like whatever your idea is, come to us with it because um we might slot it into our show. If it doesn't fit in our show, it might fit in our Discord, which is a sort of growing community of cool anime nerds and uh, obviously uh, nerds of other stripes as well. So, like, you know, just come to us with your ideas. Also, please let me know what you want us to watch for Monday because I am running out of stuff
1: to <laughs> put on the list. Yeah. Well, I I also uh, I also have more things that have been suggested from the Geekly Ryan stuff. So I mean, oh, I, I've got more ideas for you coming too, Blake. Yeah, so, I'll, we'll anyways. have to
0: collaborate on those upcoming because this week's episode's a fucking mess. I guess you guys have already heard it, but we haven't recorded it yet. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know what to put on there. <laughs>
1: Anyways, uh, with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into Kill a Kill. Uh, This coverage this week is back to one of, honestly, one of the best shows that we're watching right now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: side note, right before we jump in, uh, as of today, you should be able to start voting on the Hunter x Hunter replacement. Last week, we we mentioned that you could send in your suggestions for what would be on the poll. So, uh, what we've been doing... The last couple of times is we'll have four options. You also have the opportunity to use a write-in option if you just, you really have that in your heart. Um, So as of today, the poll should be live. I think it's going to be hosted on Twitter. I'll probably link to it on our Reddit. You may be able to find it in other locations as well. Um, So yeah, go and vote for what show is going to replace Hunter x Hunter. There should be four options. One of them will be promoted. Put forth by me, one by Spencer, one by the patrons only, and one by the community at large. So um, uh, you can vote on whichever one sounds great. If none of them sound great, write in your favorite. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, good luck.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, anyways, uh, all that being said, go ahead and tell us what happened previously on, you know, you know, Kill a Kill
0: oh uh kill a kill is a basically like a saturday morning cartoon in the form of a sexy action anime it's crazy and ridiculous and hilarious and fun it is set in the stupid world of a high school that is also an authoritarian government over the entire city around that high school it is run by the student body president satsuki she has uh been accused of killing our main character's father uh her name is ryuko she thinks that satsuki took him down and satsuki is using her thirst for revenge as an opportunity to put her through various different wacky combat scenarios uh ryuko's best friend is a kit a sort of cloud cuckoo lander girl named Mako who helps center her and has given her a low-class family to live with. And so it's sort of, you know, Ryuko is basking in their impoverished, but loving family while Satsuki sort of represents the other end of like, you know, hyper elitism and wealth. And Ryuko is fighting her way up. Uh, Satsuki has four student body members that comprise what they call the elite four, and uh, those will be super relevant today. And uh, all of the powers in the show are based around the clothes that you wear. There's this thing called life fibers, and that allows you to, I think, pull from your life energy to imbue the clothes that you're wearing with superpowers. Um, The clothes are usually called Goku uniforms, but Ryuko has a special one called Senkets that is made entirely of life fibers, and it has a personality of its own and kind of works as her partner while also being the clothes that she wears to battle. Um, It also uses the clothing thing to make sort of satirical references to other shows like Sailor Moon with transformation sequences and stuff like that. So it's super fun. And, uh, it, you know, there's not a lot to it. So we're going to go ahead and jump in with episode eight.
1: All right. Episode eight. I will wipe my own tears. Uh, Don't by the way, have we talked about how great the naming of these episodes is? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I <laughs> I love this show in so many different ways. Uh, I think the only thing that that ever kind of makes me feel a little bit weird inside of the show is that, like, they are very, very overtly having, like, n- nudity and also sexual things. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of, show.
0: there's maybe the most overt sexual thing in this episode and the next one. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, So probably the most hilarious thing that happens inside of all of these episodes, though, is the way this episode starts. And she's just like, all right, everybody, it's time for you to have a big murder fest. Everyone's going to kill each other in order to become uh, better acquainted inside of the school. And so everybody starts to immediately start attacking each other and trying to kill each other. Um, And there is this hilarious scene where the Elite Four are walking along, having a normal conversation and then as people are like uh, as they're walking through they're getting attacked every couple of seconds um and they're just like casually knocking them away and beating them uh without even like really trying at all yeah um and a- then as they leave you see behind them just a pile of dead bodies <laughs> yeah this sequence is a great example of using
0: the budget wisely it is not like this show has a lot of high quality animation in it this scene does not have a lot of high quality animation in it but they use that for comedy uh in a really smart way the way that they sort of like reuse assets the way that the animation is sort of like static pops instead of like fluid motions it just adds to the comedy it's a really smart way to save some money on your animation budget while also using the fact that you're saving money on the animation budget as like a punchline to the joke. It's great. Um, yeah. Also the battle Royale thing is it's the reason everybody starts fighting each other is because the school, you know, being this sort of like absurd anime, uh, uh, you know, authoritarian government basically serves as the center of the elite governing body of this entire town. So the the battle will allow like people that prevail in the battle to potentially move up the social ladder at school, which will literally allow them to move up the social and financial ladder of the town around it, which we saw sort of affect our main characters in a previous episode, I think in our last coverage. Um, but yeah, this is it's sort of like a big deal because of the absurd logic of this universe.
1: Yeah, um, so my, my next thing that it happens inside of here that I want to talk about real quick, um, is just the, Amazing joke that is going to happen where everyone is trying to murder each other outside and then we're just gonna kind of shift inside of Mako's house and everybody's just like it's fine they're <sighs> fine everything's fine and there's literally a shot right afterwards of the city on fire <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of like that dog the, the dog gif where he's just like he's just like this is fine and then he's just sitting in hell yeah <laughs>
0: So um, the, the good news for people like the Elite Four and for Ryuko, who are very strong, are that they can kind of take a week off while all the weaker members of the school slash society fight it out. Because they will be able to come out on top by just letting everybody cull everybody else. Uh, so they kind of get a week off. And uh, Ryuko and Mako are going to use part of that week to go to Ryuko's old house and relive the day that her father died. Uh, so this is the first time we've ever seen that, I think. Um, it's a big it's a big plot moment, but it kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, there's also this weird comedic bit where they like go to her house and it's, you know, like a burned down husk and just is a complete shambles. And Mako is like, oh, my God, I never realized that you were poor uh, in your previous life. <laughs> just like we are in our current life and Ryoko's like no we lived in a mansion <laughs>
1: um okay so inside of this house we are going to get a flashback of what happened to uh ryoko's father or ryoko's father um ryoko's father was killed by a uh scissor blade that she now carries um it yeah, is stabbed a, inside of his in chest half, so she has to find the yeah, other half um, so she is going to try to talk to him about this and then she notices the killer jumping away and so she goes to chase the killer before her dad can tell her this important thing and then uh, right before uh, she turns around to go back to speak with her father the house explodes and burns down um, so there is a lot of past uh, we are going to get a lot of that um, but on their way back home from her uh, her childhood home uh, their scooter that they are riding around on dies because uh, her father, of course, bought a scooter with a broken gas gauge. Um, and so, um, the one of the Elite Four, um, he is going to roll up and he's going to be like, Hey, if you want to, you can ride home with me in my sweet car. And Mako's <laughs> just like, this is a sweet car! <laughs> yeah, um,
0: he's, his name's Ira. He's the Elite Four member we've probably seen the most. Usually they're shown in group shots where they're all kind of talking to each other, but he is like really the only one we've consistently seen outside of those group shots doing other stuff. He also Mm -hmm. seems like a cool dude. Like most of them are painted as sort of like, you know, calculating evildoers or maniacal sociopaths. And he seems just like a good guy who happens to be allied with the antagonists.
1: Uh, and, uh, and into SM as we're gonna find out yeah um, he also just got his
0: driver's license which i think is a big reason why he's like i will drive you just because
1: except for hold on except for he is 20 yeah but he also <laughs> just got it
0: like they they
1: explicitly state
0: he just got it but also i yeah, know he's i know. He's like a fifty year senior or something like
1: that <laughs> i know Sixty okay, year senior so- so anyways, they're going to re- reflect back on his past and about how, um, Lady Satsuki is going to be, uh, saved him in his past, uh, or saved his friend in the past that he wasn't able to save. Um, and then gets invited along to, to be a part of her school system. Um, and, uh, it, when they're flashing back, they're like, wait, you were, you were how old then? And then they like <laughs> flash back to now. And he's just like, yes, I'm 20 years old. And Mako's just like, he's old. That's why he's got an old face. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, they are going to be attacked by the automotive slash airsoft club. I love um, this so much. Yeah. So if, if you want to, if you want to take a quick moment with me, I'm going to throw some shade at Jojo's Bizarre Adventure yeah. because this is how you do a car person fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I'm- the,
0: I don't even remember that episode. Like, I remember that it happened, but I'm pretty sure I paid like 10% attention during that episode. And when it was over, I was (laughs) like, I want to forget this as soon as possible.
1: Okay, so the leader of the Automotive Club, his uh, Goku uniform turns him into a car. Um, and so he is going to be driving them along while the Airsoft Club is shooting guns at Aira. Uh, um, Ira is going to show off his Goku uniform in the form of it being a shadow that is cast over Ryoko and Mako. Um, and the way that the shadow appears is that he is a big body that is slowly getting more big and he is going to talk about exploding in a climax. Yeah. And he, you're like, Oh, this is not veiled at all. His power and just is like, an
0: S and M joke plus a dick joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. And so his whole thing is that it, it, the more you hit him, the more he's going to get uh his 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 uniform is going to get more excited. And when it gets more excited, eventually will explode out into a whole bunch of whips that are going to be able to um, severely hurt people. And uh, after this is all over, um, we see uh, our main character uh, going back to school, finding out that she and the Elite Four and some other students are uh, still surviving and there's going to be a battle royale for the, the final thing that is going to set everybody off at the school. And uh, the way that you get to be a part of this is being the first to get to a top of a tower. Um, the Elite Four each have one that basically appears under their feet. Um, and then Ryoko is, uh, has to run up to the very top of one very quickly. And then she's like, great, I'm going to fight. They start their fight. And that takes us into episode nine, a once in a lifetime chance. Yeah, man, this, this
0: is, it's just, it's weird to me that they're called the elite four because that's so intrinsically tied to Pokemon. And now they are doing a like
1: elite four style gauntlet battle. Yeah. And Uh, hold on real quick. We got a joke. Uh-huh. because she's just like I'm ready to fight and was just like you can fight at one and she's just like why don't we just fight right now and he's just like have patience <laughs> yeah, yeah and then he points down at the clock and he's like it's only 8.55 and she's <laughs> like ugh and then they have like the rest of the episode before the fight
0: <laughs> yeah because they're going to broadcast the fight so it's happening at a specific time that has been announced to the town and they will wait until then No, no arguments brooked
1: and, uh, oh man, in the- this joke. Oh my God, this joke with Mako's family where they're just like, we're going to watch on this TV. It's <laughs> so... Her, her her brother brings in the TV and it's like, it's a great TV. Somebody just threw it out and they try to turn it on and then the, both of them stick their heads inside <laughs> and then her dad is just like, you got us a TV that has nothing in it. <laughs> it doesn't work if there's nothing inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, So they... She's also going to meet up with her homeroom teacher, who is a guy named Aikuro, and Aikuro works for the school, but also he works for a secret organization called Nudist Beach that is out to Nudist Beach, Beach. so out to overthrow the you know authoritarian government that satsuki has set up so he is kind of working behind the scenes with ryuko he does not disrobe in this scene which is a real bummer for me because he's always hilarious when he does that it should be creepy it's just not i don't know
1: yeah your mind that this
0: show does like nudist comedy is just it just works for me so you know anyway He's like, you're not strong enough to fight the elite four yet. And she's like, well, fuck you. I'm doing it. And that's, that's (laughs) the conversation.
1: Yeah, basically. Um, so that takes us to the big giant fight. Uh, the fight starts with a uh, a battle that is going to be uh, you're going to fight the people that are on the lowest pillar first all the way up to the highest pillar. And the pillars are ranked on uh, the amount of people that have been destroyed before you started. And it turns out that Ira did the least. And so he is going to get into a fight. He shows off his uh, uniform, which is called the Shackle Regalia. Um, the Shackle Regalia, you uses this ability called scourge regalia um and well it's shackle regalia is is, so this is is,
0: is the first uniform that we've seen that i think transforms from one form to the next so shackle regalia is stage one and that he basically looks he looks a little bit like a mummy he also looks a little bit like uh like people that are tied up for like bdsm stuff or for like the if you like bodysuit stuff Cause he's got he's got like a ball gag, but the ball gag on the outside of the suit looks kind of like a like a breathing tube for like one of those weird like full body things, and yeah. it's just it's it is unambiguously like just hearkening to all that, and so you know his whole thing is like it, the more you hurt him, the harder he gets, <laughs> and <laughs> he will he will explain that his his goku uniform is special because the life fibers of the goku uniform are inside the shell of cloth that he's showing as his shackle regalia form and that shell is like armor reinforced cloth like clothing or fibers so you you can't attack through them to get at the life fibers which you have to cut the life fibers to beat the goki uniform so ryuka is yeah. pretty stumped but her solution is i'm not going to attack you at all and he's like that's cool i figured you would so i'm going to attack myself <laughs>
1: yeah so he starts whipping himself and then he turns into Scorch Regalia um, it turns out that she has no time in order to fight him at all while being attacked by all of these whips and so she's just like I don't know what I can do um, she almost gets crushed by his uh, one of his other abilities uh, which is he throws a whole bunch of rings around you and then he slams uh, you from either side with a mold of the ideal student um, and In order to get out of this, uh, her Synkets is going to be like, use my ability to untransform, and we'll be able to knock him out of it. Um, He does this. Uh, and uh, and she is able to jump away. And so she's like, hey, I have a really reckless idea. Let's do it. And uh, Sinkets is like, okay. So they activate the Scorch Regalia again. But instead of trying to escape from it, she gets captured by it. And uh, then she jumps in with him when he goes back into Shackle Regalia. Um, he's like, you've made a mistake uh, because you're inside of here with me. And I'm just going to crush you. You with my uniform and before he is able to though she uses a new ability that we have never seen before where sankets is able to turn his uniform body into blades and that is able to stab through his goku uniform ripping it apart um enough for her to use her uh, scissor blade in order to cut it off of him and he is defeated yeah um, I'm, I'm this really... is very important I, because she has never used this sort of ability before, other than just getting a little bit more powerful. She is going to start uh th- they talk about this at the very end of the next episode, which is that her her uniform is advancing too fast. It is starting to morph and change seemingly at uh at at her will. Yeah, and they, that they is use the something to evolve
0: that, in the dub.
1: Yeah, and so the it is moving forward, and they do not, uh, you know, she doesn't really understand it, but she's just like, screw it, I need to succeed, I need to succeed, and I need to keep on fighting, so I'm just going to take it and keep going.
0: Yeah, what I love about this is that she didn't know that her uniform could do this, uh, because she had never seen a uniform transform before. Once you go yeah. into your, you know, Goku, f- you, your, I don't know, your Shikai... <laughs> She didn't know that you could do a bunkai, and yeah. now uh you know she sees Ira do this, and she's like, "Oh, well, if his uniform can transform, but my uniform can transform." And I get the idea that Senketsu also doesn't know this. Like he's either you know he either knew that he could do that, but now he has amnesia, or he's like a new uniform and he's discovering this ability along with her. And it just it feels really good that she discovered this not because she had a a moment where she needed it even though that is also the case but because she like pieced together a possibility based on information she got earlier in the episode like it's just it feels like a really satisfying story beat that this comes from something earlier i like that
1: yeah all right, that takes us into our last episode of the day, Episode Ten. I want to know more about you. Um, this episode has two different fights, and that's basically it. There's a little yeah. bit of um, let's 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 talk really quick about the two different Elite Four that we're going to learn about inside of this episode. The first one is going to be Ahoka. Hoka. Um, I think that's how it's pronounced. I think so. Um, he he uses an ability called Probergalia. He also reveals that he is very good with technology. And this fight, uh, we are going to see his past which is that he was hacking into um some it sounds like some uh clothing corporation and wrecking their stocks um and then uh he shows off that uh, the only thing it seems like his uniform can do is that he can turn into a camouflage mode and he can understand and get more information from his uniform they don't talk about
0: it i got the impression based on how the the battle starts with him sort of analyzing her like his uniform gives him basically a heads-up display that allows him to analyze his opponent. And he's looking at her and he, he spats off some biometric data about her just from looking at her. And then it, she attacks and he like dodges his, her first attack, but then she immediately does a second attack and it's faster than he anticipated. So I, I kind of inferred from the way that that scene played out that his suit's power would allow him to analyze his opponent's state and abilities and then basically predict their moves and be untouchable. And Mm -hmm. I, I kind of inferred that like him becoming invisible was an extension of his untouchability, but the fight is so short and so fast that they just like, they don't go into it explicitly. So that's my guess. And I think I'm right just based off of that being the most logical way that this is really strong, but it never really is shown.
1: Yeah. So we find out uh, another thing before this fight is that you cannot leave the ring. Uh, Because you cannot leave the ring, uh, fall out of the ring, that is. Um, She's like, fine, if you're going to turn invisible, I'm just going to make Sinkets into a giant form and slap it down. She does, and that captures him into the point where he is about to be attacked and have his Goku uniform destroyed. And before he does, he uh, he concedes. Um, And it seems... I can't really tell if it's because he wants to concede or he's just like i don't really care about this fight enough no he says for the data i'm gonna leave yeah
0: he says that he has he's collected data which uh, is apparently tied to his goku uniform and he doesn't want to lose it by her destroying the goku uniform he does lose the goku Mm. uniform by losing the fight but i guess it's not destroyed and he's able to like back it up in the cloud or something because when he shows up later he doesn't have the uniform but he does have a laptop uh mm-hmm. so he's just like, you know, I, I wanted to fight you, but what's more important is to gather this data and I will not lose it by losing this fight, so I will surrender instead. It's yeah. cool. Oh, the next it, it fight is
1: sense. way more insane and has also way more interesting backstory. It's so just the next nuts-oids. One, <laughs> Yeah. The next one is I, I think it's pronounced Nanon. Um is her name or, or maybe Nonon? I don't know. I didn't really non-on. say it. Anyways. Um, so she uses this ability called symphony regalia, which is giant, which is a giant flying robot that shoots sound and also turns sound into shurikens that are shaped like notes. Um, it is crazy. Um, she also shoots clarinet shaped missiles, which
0: is just chef's kiss. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh, the other thing, which is really cool is that you find out her backstory. Um, she has been friends with, um, Satsuki. Uh, our, our, yeah. She has been best friends with Satsuki since kindergarten a- or even before. Um, she also reveals that she has been basically leading a whole bunch of people and having them do things for her forever. Um, she is very good at it. Um, she uh, gets them to basically build a a sand castle for her behind her and she's like hey I can have them do it for you too and instead uh, Lady Sutsky is going to pull out a little bit of sand and she's just like no I have my sand right here this is sand that was left over from the concrete that created that tower if you build a tower high enough you can look down at all of the adults that are around you and become better and higher than they are and she's just like oh that's amazing Um, and she's just like I'm going to hold your hand forever." lady satsuki and i am going to fight for you forever and so we then cut back to this insane fight that continues to happen and we get another transformation of of um of the uniform um and it's going to turn into like a mech flying mode yeah, and fly up beside uh, the symphony regalia. And as this happens, we cut back over to a character that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, Smugu is going to be getting a phone call Cool from and he is just like, hey, Sinkets is evolving way too quickly. It's going to be turning into a worst-case scenario. We need to figure out what's going on right now. And so Smugu's like, okay, I'm on my way. And then you see like the barren-seeming landscape with a giant hurricane that's red in the distance, it looks like. And you're just like, where did does smooker just live in mad max so what is this fucking universe so this is
0: this is also where we end today and there is so many questions number one will ryuko win her fight against nonon probably because she's set to have another fight after that one but how i don't know number two it seems like the end of the show because she's fighting the elite four but we're only like halfway through. So what the hell's going to happen for the second half of this show? <laughs> How is this not yeah. the end?
1: I know what's coming, but it's, it's going to be sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> number number three, this whole Samugu thing is really interesting. So she's, she's fighting the bad guys, but she's also maybe going to have to fight the good guys. And I, I'm just, this show's great. It's so stupid, but in the best way. I'm just having a really good time. This is so much fun.
1: Okay. Uh, With that all being said, uh, stick with us after these credits and we'll talk about what's coming on next time.
0: Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network.
1: Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. Thirteen? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at b and S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash getjumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners
0: find our show.
1: New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey, thanks for listening.
2: Hello anime fans, my name is Jeremy and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind, a site dedicated to all things geeky. From video games to anime, D&D, board games, comics and more, since 2015 we've worked to provide fresh geek content and reviews every week. A big part of our content expansion has been the creation of our very own podcast network, of which this very show is a part of. And if you're listening to this, chances are you need no introduction to Blake and Spencer, who offer two week shows every week covering anime and manga series, both new and old. However, if you're looking for more podcasts to fill your commute, or maybe your new working from home arrangement, we've got a few other shows to spotlight that would be a great addition to any Geeks Media menu. First, there's Comic Book Keepers, where you can join Lance and Chris as they discuss comic books, heroes, and their impact on our lives. If comics aren't really your thing, maybe you're looking to find something exciting out in the Geekosphere, do a little exploring maybe, you can check out John and Ben's Geek Exploration podcast. They cover a variety of topics from video games to the latest Disney announcements, game shows, and more. A real grab bag of geekdom and a fantastic addition to your weekly listening. Maybe you're a Dungeons and Dragons fan. Well, I would invite you to join the Knights of the Roll Table, a comedic and family-friendly audio drama featuring a cast of improv actors bringing their unique flair to D&D. Whatever your geeky interests, chances are we've got a podcast for you, and we're excited to offer convention access, giveaway content, and more as part of our continued partnership with Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. See you next time.
0: Next time on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, we're watching Naruto Shippuden, episodes 28 through 32.
1: Where Team Guy fights with themselves inside of a world full of themselves. And I swear to God, if you don't make me stop hitting myself, I am going to lose it.
0: (laughs) Stop hitting yourself.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, Blake.